Thanks for tuning in to another edition of the We're Working On It podcast. On this 63rd episode of the podcast, it's just me, Solo Dolo, talking about the surprise 2-0 and the surprise 0-2 teams of the NFL so far. But of course, my guy Vinny on the beat. So let's go. So I'm recording this on the third. Well, wow, my bad. I'm recording this on a Tuesday night for you guys. Just waiting for the Giants game to finish up yesterday and everyone to kill them. But we basically broken down. We have all of our teams now from the two and O teams and the O and two teams. I'm not gonna go into the one and one teams because that's kind of hit and miss. But I'm gonna break down just some of the teams that. That might be surprisingly 0-2. That might be surprisingly 2-0. But first, the 2-0 teams list are the Denver Broncos, Oakland Raiders, Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens, Pittsburgh Steelers, Detroit Lions, Atlanta Falcons, and the Carolina Panthers. Now, of those teams, they have over 50% chance of making the playoffs for this season when you start the team 2 and 0. However, last year there were three teams that actually started off 3 and uh 2 and 0 that didn't make the playoffs. Denver, Philly, and Minnesota. Minnesota actually was 5 and 0. They didn't make the playoffs. Next up are the O and 2 teams. Oh, by the way, that stat is from 2007, since 2007. Um but the O and 2 teams also since 2007, they have a 9.2% chance of making the playoffs. That is the aforementioned New York Giants, San Francisco 49ers, Chicago Bears, New Orleans Saints, New York Jets, San Diego losing Chargers, Cincinnati can't throw a touchdown Bengals, Cleveland Browns, and the Indianapolis wears Andrew Lux right arm Colts. So I'm just going to take apart a couple of those teams and just shows which ones are surprising that they're either 2-0 and or which ones are 0-2. So we're going to start with the 2-0s. And the first one I'm going to say surprising is the Denver Broncos. Uh, this is a team that if you listen to earlier in the podcast that I used to do, I had them go 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, I thought their defense would be elite, but I thought that they wouldn't be able to score enough points. I thought their offensive line would struggle. They wouldn't be able to run the ball. Therefore, they were a classic 8-8 eight and eight team. But their defense is what I thought was going to be really good. They're, um, they're the second-best third-down defense in the league. But right now, they're the, f- the best third-down offense in the league. Trevor Simeon has, I believe, seven touchdowns and only one interception in the NFL. So to think that the Denver Broncos would be tie for the best record in the best division in football with Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon throwing the football is actually kind of astounding. Now, there is, I think, trouble ahead of them. Let's let's not get carried away. So four of their next six games are on the road. And they also just lost their left tackle for a couple games. It was feared that he's supposed to have 
a torn Achilles, but it looks like it's not going to be that bad. But he's definitely going to miss a few games coming up. And, of course, it's for the Broncos, it's going to be how well did they play in division. Now, they already have one division win that they should have lost, but they did beat the Chargers at home. And then they stomped the Dallas Cowboys this past Sunday. And Trevor Simeon looked great. The defense looked amazing. So my question is, is how long will Simeon keep playing like this, especially losing that left tackle? And it seems like the defense is legit enough. Their schedule does get tougher in the second half as opposed to the first half. It's just going to be determined to the stretch of games where they have to be on the road and see if they're able to come out with a 2-2 two two record, you know, on the road. That will probably be best case if they're able to do that. If not, they're going to struggle and probably not be able to make the playoffs. And, of course, the, the major thing also is also injuries that come into play. But playing in Denver, it's just, it's just going to be tough. You can really see it. I mean, it's not even November yet, and teams just seem to have a tough time playing over there. Now, the Chargers was a little bit different because they're used to playing out there. They play there every year. That might be a little different, but I, the Cowboys just got washed. And the main thing about the Cowboys is the fact that their strength is to be able to run the ball at any point, and they were just unable to move it at all. Zeke had a horrible game. Dak looked terrible. Dez couldn't separate at all. And now, anytime Dallas loses a game, everyone wants to lose their mind, but it's just interesting to see how this team is going to be able to respond from this positivity. Now, they're only 2-0. This is the same team that missed the playoffs being 2-0 last year, so we'll see how it goes and see if Simeon can actually keep playing this up. Uh, the next team that's probably a little surprising for most teams, even though I picked them to win their division, are the Panthers. Um, they're basically Denver of East. Now, they haven't played any really good offenses with the Broncos, not the Broncos, I'm sorry, with uh, the Buffalo Bills being their last game and them only scoring three points, and then the San Francisco 49ers. They are only giving up three points in both those games, even though one was on the road, one was at home. They're sacking the quarterback. Uh, they're taking the ball away again and they seem like to have that same type of defense they had back in 2015 when they went to the Super Bowl the only issue is Cam looks awful and this is coming from a guy who loves Cam and also has Christian McCaffrey who he happened to miss on the touchdown pass that a guy could have used in his fantasy league just saying just saying my man could have used him but that was an L Cam's only completing 59% of his passes, which is actually, if he keeps on this pace, would be a career high. Um, he only has two touchdowns to one interception, but he's playing in the games. He probably still hurt. He's gutting it out. And he's their best option to win. Now, it's going to get a lot tougher for the defense. The next three games are the Saints, Pats, and the Lions, three elite quarterbacks. They're obviously going to be able to face them. It'll just be interesting to see what is going to be the real test for that defense and are they going to be able to hold up. And also, is Cam going to actually finally get those guys points? I mean, they weren't able to score a touchdown at home. You know, they won 9-3. It's not a good game. He's going to have to step it up if they want to get to the place they want to go because that division is going to be tough. You still have Atlanta. You still have Tampa Bay, who looked really good against the uh, against the Bears, 
And even though the Saints are 0-2, they can beat the Panthers. They can light them up. Especially if Cam's not going to be able to move the ball consistently. So, I still have faith in them. I think Cam will figure it out. That their de- that defense was the number one reason why I picked them to win that division. I still have them winning the division. Nothing has necessarily changed. But it's just concerning that Cam hasn't looked great so far. Now, it's still early. He still has time to develop chemistry with Curtis Samuel and uh, Christian McCaffrey, like I mentioned before. So it's going to take a time. And now he's just lost Greg Olsen, his safety blanket. So he's going to have to take some shots down the field. So we'll see how this goes for them. I do think they will beat the Saints. Even though the Saints will be desperate 0-2 playing at their house. If they want to take the Saints out, this is the game to do it. 0-3, they're not coming back from that. So, see if the Panthers are able to go to 3-0 after that. The next surprise team I have, which I guess some people don't have, is I had the Falcons. I'm, I'm actually surprised the Falcons are 2-0. They struggled. They probably should have lost to the Bears. You know, Jordan Howard caught the pass got out of bounds they could have lost to the bears but then they smoked green bay now they just they play green bay good they're three and zero against green bay the last three times and they've all been blowouts okay at home atlanta looks unbeatable they look fast they look stronger they look better prepared more focused just everything about this team just seems on point they seem to be clicking already my biggest thing was that I just didn't think that they were able to take, they were going to take the regular season as seriously just because of that Super Bowl loss. But they seem motivated and ready to go. Now, they are obviously going to play better competition, even though Green Bay's defense was not good. It's still not good. They still have to play Tampa Bay twice, and they still have to play Carolina twice. They still have to go to Seattle, which is still going to be a tough sledding for them. I did not have them making the playoffs. I'm going to keep that prediction, but that's the one I'm the most shaky on of these three. I think that Atlanta could make the division, make the win the division and make the playoffs. I'm going to hold fast that they won't, but man, Matt Ryan is, is looks like he's still being the best quarterback in the league like he was last season. He's throwing the ball excellently. You know, Julio Jones can't be stopped and Getting home field again, they didn't have it last year, but they're able to get home field again. I don't know who's able to go down there and beat those guys. They just seem like they are a fast, fast team that's just going to knock you guys out. Like, the Green Bay game, that was over by half. It was over. You know, you can tell quickly. Green Bay just couldn't keep up with those guys. They still don't have a guy that can stop Julio. Still. So, Atlanta looks like they are able to shake off the cobwebs and just don't get a 28-3 lead ever again. And it should be should be all good. But Atlanta's definitely doing this thing for that right now. Again, I just want to talk to you guys really quick about the new video interview series we have popping off called Joystick. It's me sitting down with a couple of my artist friends breaking down some of their music, the things that got them inspired to do the music while we happen to be playing Super Mario Kart. And yes, I am busting some ass. The first guest we have is Medici. Yes, my boys of Medici come through and they play a little game. They explain to us what happened and how they actually ended up becoming a group. So make sure you guys follow me 
on uh, social media. It's just Incred92 on Twitter and IG to get more updates on the show. It's again, Joystick. And now, back to the rest of the show. Okay, and then quickly we're just going to go over the 0-2 teams. Teams that don't necessarily have the best chance to make the playoffs, but I still believe we get the playoffs. And first, got to go with my Chargers. I picked them to make the playoffs. I picked them to be 10-6. and 6. And to be honest, they should be 2-0. <laughs> they had a kick that went oh, that went good that they beat the Broncos, but it got nullified because of the timeout. And then the kick got blocked. And then after that, the kicker then missed the kick the next week at home against the Miami Dolphins. So with two kicks or just better clock management or better play end of the game play, they could be two and zero. So I still feel confident in the Chargers, but they could they have got to win some of these close games. Like you can't constantly keep getting down to the wire and then just constantly keep losing. I think that gets in teams' heads. I mean, I believe they're one in thirteen and games decided by like seven points or less in the last year or last two years. Not only the fact that you're in so many close games, but you're not able to win any of them, which proves that they're not a dominating team. They keep everything very close, and they're not away, uh, able to put teams away. So I definitely am nervous uh, if they're going to keep playing like this, but I'm not jumping off the ship yet. I still think the L.A. Chargers will get to the postseason as a wild card, the last wild card, and be able to do damage and get in as that team. I still trust them. They still have great defensive personnel. I still like Phillip Rivers. Their offensive weapons are good. They're still healthy after two games, so I still have faith that they're going to make the playoffs. Next surprising team that I, of course, did not have making the playoffs are New York Giants. People want to get on me. I didn't have making the playoffs. I told you, because their tackles are terrible. Bobby Hart and Eric Flowers suck. They're not good they're not they're not good NFL players. They're not. Okay? And it's bad that the Giants knew this from last season. It's the exact same line from last season. They brought in the exact same line and they expect Eli to somehow get more mobile. I did have them beating Detroit. Detroit looks fairly good. Better than I expected. But these boys on the Giants look bad. I mean, Brandon Marshall is dropping passes now left and right. You got the defense that's on the field too long. That's not necessarily making the key plays that I thought they were going to make last year. That they did make last year that they aren't making this year. And they still have no running game. They're unable to move the ball at all. It's so easy to predict that what they're going to do. So, at Philadelphia, they play Sunday afternoon. They have to win that game. It's a must win. Eagles are 1-1. One one. Eagles were able to beat the Washington team uh, two weeks ago. They lost this past Saturday to Alex Smith and the Chiefs. That might be the best team in football. And now this is a winner. T- this is this is a do or die game against a defense who had, I believe, four sacks against Alex Smith. Four sacks. Ziggy Ansah by himself had three. They gave up five. And no one believes that Detroit has a great pass rush. Eli 
is going to miss games if this doesn't get fixed. I don't know if they got to bench some guy, trade a guy, do whatever. But this has got changed. I mean, like, this is almost criminal. I mean, the man is getting beat over and over and over again. He doesn't trust the line. He can't trust the line. So he doesn't have time to set his feet. He doesn't have time to set his feet. He throws the ball all over the place. The ball gets tipped up and picked. People are getting mad. Like, why is he like throwing picks? Well, he doesn't trust the guys that's supposed to stop the other guys from hitting them in the face. So 0-2 looking like they might be worse than that 8-8 start that I thought they were going to have. But it remains to be seen. It's still early, but I still have them missing the playoffs there. Then the last team, 0-2. So this team is interesting. I, I debated about, you know, picking the Bengals because they can't seem to be able to score a touchdown. And Andy Dalton looks like looks like he can't throw the football anymore. I want to pick the Saints, but the Saints just have a bad defense. But no, I'm going to pick a team that potentially could have maybe even been 1-1 one one or 2-0 and oh if they simply didn't realize that they had a quarterback issue. And that's the Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts are a prime example of a team who chose money over winning. So, Indianapolis Colts knew that their starting quarterback, Andrew Luck, was going to be hurt. He was hurt. He was going to play the first game, second game, maybe not till week five. He's hurt. You don't want to tank because you have Andrew Luck, so you think you want a team that can potentially make the playoffs, you're in a very weak division, and then develop Andrew Luck as the season goes on. You came out and said that you were willing to win this season. Why would you then trade for a quarterback at the end of the preseason if you didn't want to win? The Indianapolis Colts then go ahead and start Scott Tolzien, who is terrible. Then they Scott, then they bring in Jacoby Brissett, who's also bad. And you know who they could have brought? Kaepernick. So I don't want to hear all this crap about how Kaepernick could have learned the system quick enough. Kaepernick would have uh, been been a distraction to the team. No, 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 no. He couldn't have been a distraction because he wouldn't have been the starter once Luck got healthy. You can't tell me that he would have learned the system any slower than Jacoby Brissett did. Jacoby Brissett was playing three days after he was traded for, four days after he was traded for. He was in the lineup. Okay? So I don't want to hear all that you adjust your system to your players. But once again, there's a narrative every single time that he can't play, he can't throw, he doesn't want this, he doesn't want that. It changes every single week. So I am actively rooting for the Indianapolis Colts to lose every single game. And then, and then, I want you to win the last game. The most meaningless game. So another team that also was terrible like the Browns or whoever, who I know for a fact wanted to tank or the Bills, someone else gets that first pick and you're just sitting there sick. And you can't trade out of the pick. You know why? Because you did this to yourself. Your man picked money over winning. See, I don't want anyone else to get confused now about what's most important to NFL owners. It's not winning. It's money. Now, 
Winning breeds money. But they want the money. They want the sponsors. And they think that Kaepernick will affect money. If he affects money not winning, they're choosing the money. Every single time. So please, ladies and gentlemen, let's not try to run this movie back again. We've already seen the reruns. Okay? It's been a uh, Tom Warner special for a long, long time. So, Indianapolis, congrats. You played yourself. I really hope you keep losing. I hope you get smacked up every single time. I really want the Browns to beat you. But then that might not help the Browns get the pick. So, I want you to win. I want you to get that one win. And then just get blown out the rest of the year. All right. But then I have the... Other teams that I will try and see which teams that I believe will be in and be out of the playoffs. So we already talked about the Broncos. Raiders, I have in. Chiefs, I have in winning division. Ravens, I have out. Steelers, I have winning the division. Lions, I have in. Falcons, I still have out. Panthers, in. 0-2, we have the Giants, out. 49ers, out. Bears, out. New Orleans Saints, out. New York Jets, out. Chargers, in. Bengals, out. Browns, out. Colts, out. All right, appreciate it. That's all the show for I got for you guys. Make sure you guys follow me on the social media accounts, Just Incred92 on both Twitter and IG, JKNG516JKing516 on the snap. Make sure you guys follow me. Guess I got, got more content coming out. Again, Joystick, out this Thursday. September 21st. Make sure you guys go ahead and follow me and subscribe to that YouTube page. I'll send it out. The link will be in my bio for my Twitter. I believe so. Something like that. Also my Instagram, more than likely. But yeah, appreciate anyone who listened to this. And you know, like I always do, if you think this podcast was god awful, I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm working on it. Talk to you guys later.